Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Tuesday, June 21st. U.S. equities finished solidly higher to start the holiday-shortened week on a high note after posting the worst weekly decline since March of 2020 last week. Choppiness remained and is likely to persist as many central banks have aggressively tightened monetary policy in response to persistently high inflation, led by the Fed's 75 basis point hike last week. Investors also awaited tomorrow's start to Fed Chairman Jerome Powell's two-day semi-annual congressional testimony for additional insight into the monetary path forward. On the economic front, existing home sales declined for the fourth straight month as home prices rose for the 123rd month in a row. In light equity news, Kellogg Company announced plans to separate into three independent public companies, while Tesla announced upcoming job cuts for salaried workers. Treasury saw pressure to lift yields and steepen the curve, while the U.S. dollar trimmed a recent rally to 20-year highs. Crude oil prices rebounded from last week's drop, and gold traded lower in choppy action. Most European markets added to yesterday's rebound, while Asia finished mostly higher, though China dipped. The Dow Jones Industrial Average rallied 641 points, or 2.2%, to 30,530. The S&P 500 Index advanced 90 points, or 2.5%, to 3,765. And the Nasdaq Composite gained 271 points, or 2.5%, to 11,069. In moderately heavy volume, 5.2 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 5.1 billion shares changed hands on the NASDAQ. WTI crude oil rose $1.53 to $109.52 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price was down $7.90 at $1,832.70 per ounce, and the dollar index lost 0.3% to 104.43. In equity news on Tuesday, stocks seem to be set to recover from another weekly drop last week that saw the S&P 500 join the Nasdaq and Russell 2000 in bear market territory. Persistently hot inflation has forced the Fed to get more aggressive with its monetary policy, and last week it raised the target for the Fed funds rate by 75 basis points and suggested more hikes of that magnitude could come, as discussed by Schwab's chief investment strategist Liz Ann Saunders in her article, Fed Goes for Inflation's Jugular with 75 Basis Point Rate Hike. Liz Ann examines the rate hike and how the Fed vowed to forcefully tackle inflation while conceding the path to a soft landing has become more challenging. Recession chatter has picked up, contributing to the volatility in the markets. Amid this backdrop, Lizanne notes in her article, Panic is not a strategy, nor is greed, how disciplined investing helps investors navigate through volatile environments. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders. Read all of our market commentary, including our articles, Stock Market Volatility, Bear Market Territory, and Seven Investing Strategies to Prepare for Bear Markets, on our insights and education page, and you can follow us on Twitter at Schwab Research.
Kellogg Company, ticker symbol K, announced plans to separate into three independent public companies by spinning off its U.S., Canadian, and Caribbean cereal and plant-based businesses, which collectively represented approximately 20% of its net sales in 2021. The remaining business, which represents about 80% of net sales in 2021, is focused on global snacking, international cereal and noodles, and North American frozen breakfast. The three companies will be Global Snacking Company, North American Cereal Company, and Plant Company, with the names of the companies to be determined later. The company said this action is aimed at enhancing performance and value by creating greater strategic, operational, and financial focus for each company and its stakeholders. Shares Traded Higher Tesla, ticker symbol TSLA, was in focus after Chief Executive Officer Elon Musk said the company will cut its salaried workforce by roughly 10% over the coming three months while increasing its hourly paid employee base over the longer term. Tesla rose nearly 10%. In economic news on Tuesday... Existing home sales decreased 3.4% month-over-month in May to an annual rate of 5.41 million units versus estimates of a 5.40 million rate, and April's figure was adjusted slightly lower to 5.60 million units. Contract closings fell for the fourth straight month as sales in all four major U.S. regions declined month-over-month. Compared to last year, sales were lower in all regions. Sales of single-family homes and purchases of condominiums and co-ops were both lower month-over-month and from the prior year. The median existing home price was up 14.8% from a year ago to a record-high $407,600 and are up for 123 straight months as prices grew in each region. Unsold inventory was at a 2.6 months pace at the current sales rate, up from the 2.5 months pace a year earlier. National Association of Realtors Chief Economist Lawrence Yun said, quote, Further sales declines should be expected in the upcoming months, given housing affordability challenges from the sharp rise in mortgage rates this year, end quote. Yen added that, quote, nonetheless, homes priced appropriately are selling quickly and inventory levels still need to rise substantially, almost doubling to cool home price appreciation and provide more options for home buyers, end quote. Existing home sales account for a large majority of the home sales market and reflect contract closings instead of signings. Treasuries were lower, with yields gaining ground and the curve steepening, as high inflation data has forced the Fed to aggressively tighten its monetary policy with a 75 basis point rate hike last week and signal more hikes to come. Check out Schwab's chief fixed income strategist, Kathy Jones's 2022 Mid-Year Outlook Fixed Income in which she discusses how returns should be better for fixed-income investors in the second half of 2022 now that interest rates have reset higher. However, we still expect volatility to remain high as central banks shift away from easy money policies. Be sure to follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones. 
The yield on the two-year Treasury note was up two basis points to 3.21%. The yield on the 10-year note rose seven basis points to 3.30%. And the 30-year bond rate increased 10 basis points to 3.38%. In addition to the start of Fed Chairman Jerome Powell's two-day semi-annual congressional testimony, the only other item on tomorrow's economic calendar is the MBA Mortgage Applications Index for the week ended June 17th. In our latest Schwab Market Perspective, Price Shock, we discuss how inflation continues to run hot, raising the prospect that the Federal Reserve will tighten monetary policy more sharply than expected, possibly tipping the U.S. economy into recession. In international news on Tuesday, European equities finished mixed with some markets, adding to yesterday's rebound from last week's tumble that came from global uneasiness about a potential worldwide recession that has been fueled by central bank monetary policy tightening. Last week, the Fed in the U.S. announced the largest rate hike since 1994, The Bank of England raised rates for a fifth straight meeting, and the Swiss National Bank surprised the markets by boosting its benchmark interest rate by 50 basis points, its first increase since 2007. Moreover, the European Central Bank held an emergency meeting to address the threat of bond yield fragmentation in the region after last week saying it will raise rates and end its asset purchases in July. Persistent inflation has been the main catalyst of the monetary policy actions on the heels of this month's hotter-than-expected consumer price inflation out of the U.S., and as eurozone inflation remained at record high levels, all exacerbated by the ongoing war in Ukraine. The euro and the British pound traded higher versus the U.S. dollar, and bond yields on the eurozone were mixed, while rates in the U.K. gained ground. Schwab's chief global investment strategist, Jeffrey Kleintop, offers his 2022 mid-year outlook, global stocks and economy, discussing how economic uncertainty may have peaked in the first half of 2022, but could still contribute to volatility and affect market performance for the remainder of the year. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop. The UK FTSE 100 index and Italy's FTSE MIB index rose 0.4%, France's CAC 40 index gained 0.8%, and Germany's DAX index added 0.2%. While Switzerland's Swiss market index ticked 0.1% lower, and Spain's IBEX 35 index declined 0.6%. Stocks in Asia finished mostly higher as the U.S. markets looked poised to rebound from last week's sell-off. They came amid heightened recession concerns as monetary policies out of the U.S., Australia, Switzerland, the Eurozone, and the U.K. all head down the monetary policy tightening path to try to combat persisting inflation. The minutes released overnight from the Reserve Bank of Australia suggested further rate hikes after the central bank boosted its benchmark interest rate by a higher amount than expected earlier this month. Meanwhile, the Bank of Japan and the People's Bank of China have abstained from tightening policy, with the Bank of Japan holding on to its ultra-loose policy and boosting its bond purchases to bring its benchmark 10-year bond yield back to its target. Also, the People's Bank of China has introduced stimulus measures to try to stabilize its economy that has slowed, exacerbated by COVID-induced lockdowns in the country, though there have been signs of improvement and China has eased some restrictions. 
Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop discusses in his article, Recession in China, How China's Economy and Consumer Market Has Likely Slipped into a Recession, At Least by China's Standards. Jeff takes a look at the short-term and long-term impacts of any extended disruption of the lockdowns on consumer spending and business output. In other economic news, South Korea's June exports fell month over month, while its imports continued to grow at a solid pace. Japan's Nikkei 225 index rose 1.8%, with the yen holding steady during the session in the wake of a recent plunge versus the U.S. dollar. The Hong Kong Hang Seng Index gained 1.9%, Australia's S&P ASX 200 Index advanced 1.4%, South Korea's Kospi Index increased 0.8%, and India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 Index traded 1.8% to the upside. However, China's Shanghai Composite Index dipped 0.3% as the markets continued to wrestle with the impact of its slowing economic activity due to the lockdowns. Tomorrow's international economic calendar will hold CPI, PPI, and the retail price index from the UK, as well as consumer confidence from the Eurozone.